the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. <laughs> happy hump day to you guys it just makes me giggle there's just something about that silly term hump day and you know i'm also kind of giggling because on hump day on wednesdays is when we have my man financial thought doctor uh with me and he always makes me laugh and so it's just uh, wednesdays are super fun for me and the aforementioned dave elha financial thought doctor is live with us now hello my dear Hey, TNT, how are you? Well, I'm good. Um, how are you doing? Have you have you finished all your Christmas shopping? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon amazing. I mean, uh, you tell the grandkids uh, or my daughters and son, tell them what they need, and I go to Amazon, and it's there. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I was just going to say you have people to handle your stuff and handle your shopping for you. And I guess your people are Amazon. So, all right. Um, How about you? Do you have yours done? No, I don't. And I'm actually going to be heading to my new favorite store, Iron Mountain Outfitters, here in uh, San Diego in La Mesa this weekend because I got some some peeps to buy for. And I just think they have the best uh, supply of, of anything out there. They've got... Um, they've got all kinds. I don't know if you're familiar with Carhartt, Filson, Browning. I mean, these are like clothing manufacturers of just the greatest workwear for your working man or woman, but also just clothing on trend like flannels and shackets and just all kinds of cool gear. So now I'm, I'm somebody who goes up. What's up? What's it called? It's the store is called Iron Mountain Outfitters. Do you watch Yellowstone? Because everybody loves the the. I think it's called the Mackinac jacket that's worn on Yellowstone. That you're watching right now. Oh, okay. So you know that the the coat jacket that. Um, yeah. Kevin Costner wears. Yeah, they sell that at Iron Mountain Outfitters. That's like the hottest thing. Now, listen, fellas, I can't promise you that you're going to look as good as Kevin Costner. When you <laughs> when you're wearing it, um, you kidding me? Elha puts one of those on. It's going to be like identical. Well, he is the fight. He is a call sign fighting meadows, right? Naval naval, naval aviator, right? Well, oh no, I I tell you, I just watched the episode where they tried to take out the whole family and not tell you. Oh no no! Don't be giving away anything. No uh, no spoilers here on the AK show. In fact, I haven't started watching Yellowstone yet. So, uh, Are you I know I got. I know I know. I'm I'm behind on watching it. So I'll get to it. Um, so I sent you this article today because the yeah. Biden administration they're doing victory laps, Elhoff, and, and uh, on the fact that inflation is only down to so called seven point one percent. And I, is this is this legit good news going into the holidays? Where are we at economically? 
Well, what do you think? I mean, it's unbelievable. The Democrats can take the worst case and frame it to make it feel like it's wonderful. And that's what he's done. 7.1%. Down from 9%. Well, but... but well, well, not only that, but these numbers are, are always too low anyway because they don't factor in some key elements of the economy. They don't factor in, for example, shrinkflation. I was somewhere, I don't remember where I was yesterday, a grocery store, I don't remember which one, to get some water. And for what I used to, for the same price as what I used to get for 24 bottles of like, I don't know, 30 ounce bottles, is now a little pack of of eight bottles that were like little baby size bottles and and oh. for the for the same price as what you used to get for like uh, so it was like a fourth of the the amount of water for the same price totally and i'll I tell you what you go out there i mean there are places where there's supposedly a lettuce shortage and that there are some places they're charging five dollars for a head of lettuce (laughs) who's paying five dollars for a head of lettuce that's crazy so you know it's unreal this guy he's in a different world Mm -hmm. i'm talking about biden biden I mean, wake up. Well, what about the fact, I didn't send you this article today, but I know you stay on top of things. What about the fact that the Republicans, here we are, almost at the end of the year, we've got a new Congress starting up in January, um, where we will have uh, control in the House of Representatives, where spending, it, it comes from the House of Representatives, right? So really, right now, the Republican Party should be like, hey, you know, we're, we're not going to do anything with you Democrats. We're going to wait. We're five seconds away from a new Republican-controlled House of Representatives and a new, and a new uh, Congress starting up in January. We're not going to help you pass anything. Instead, some senators say they're going to fight this, but there's, there's supposedly a deal that was struck between the Senate and, and House Republicans with the Democrats to on a spending bill that will that will solidify an enormous amount of spending for the next nine months that includes 7,500 pieces of earmarks for all these pet projects. And it's absolutely insane, Elhoff, because number one, they don't have to do it. There's no reason for the Republicans to be doing this. If they felt like they had to fund the government for 30 days, then you fund it for 30 days. You don't give the Democrats a blank check. The only reason why they're doing this is because there's very little daylight between the Republican Party and the Democrats when it comes to spending. And they are intentionally wanting to kneecap the forthcoming, the incoming Republicans who are going to be controlling the House. I'm outraged by it. You should be, and everyone should be, because I tell you what, it's getting very difficult these days to call the difference between a Republican and a Democrat. And it makes me sick that the Republicans don't fight. Mm-mm. They don't in there and fight. And that Donald Trump went in there because he wasn't a true Republican. He wasn't a Democrat. He wasn't an independent. He was a businessman. And he went and said, this is what we've got to do. And he did it. And he proved his way was right. He pissed everyone off throughout the, the country. But you can't argue 
with what he put in place. No, there's no, there's no arguing it. And the problem we've got is that now, I don't know. We've nobody knows the actual percentage of inflation, right? We just know it's bad. We know we can't afford anything there. And of course, it's always going to hurt the the very people that the Democrats pretend they care about the the minority people and the low income people who are now going to be forced to eat nothing but you know box macaroni and cheese and not anything mm-hmm. healthy because the because they can't afford five dollars for for a head of lettuce. We don't have any relief coming in sight. We're talking to financial thought doctor Dave Elhoff. Um, so, and, and then on top of not seeing any relief coming, I, I guess the feds think that relief is going to come in the form of another interest rate hike like they did today, but I don't know how that's going to help the low income people that are already struggling to pay the credit card debt that they've got or anybody that might've thought about buying a house. But, but so many people that are financial thought doctors like yourself think that raising the interest rates is good. Where do you stand on it? That's not the problem. Raising the interest rate is not the problem. The problem is, is the government spends too much money. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. The problem is the government gives too much money away for everyone. Across the border today in El Paso mm-hmm. with 7,000 people. There yep. are 7,000 people going to come across tomorrow. What did they do for them? They give them a slip of paper, and then they go and deliver them throughout the country, and they're here. And they become a scourge on everyone, every taxpayer in America. And yeah. who they vote for? Probably liberal Democrats that think that the more poor that we rush into the country, the longer they can be in force. But I tell you, it's got to stop. we got to stop spending we got to stop the border. The border, we're being invaded, folks. It is an invasion. It is an invasion of people that don't have any means to do anything. Why is this happening? Well, Democrats and Republicans are probably saying, it's cheap labor. Yeah. It's come up for they're going to help us. It's cheap labor. No. These people, everything they make, they send home. Well, yeah, it's and first of all, it's not cheap labor when it's going to break the backs of this country because these people can't afford. We Americans with college degrees can't afford rent or to buy a home in San Diego. Yet people coming across here with a sixth grade education and can't and that's from their own country and can't speak English are going to contribute to society. No, they're going to be a drain on society. Right. So there you you balance the books and you see that uh, you're yeah, it's going to help a business. Maybe they can hire somebody backdoor for less than what they would have to pay on minimum wage for somebody else. But then you then you end up paying for it as society because our debt's crippled, right? And these people are going to be dependent on a society forever. That's ultimately what the Democrats want. There is nobody who's going to win here. Even a corporation who thinks that they're going to get cheap labor is going to eventually be sucked into the vortex of this economic destruction that's coming down the road. Nobody's going to ultimately win here. We are on the path to Venezuela is the path that we're on. And people need to wake up and wise up. The Biden administration actually, and if if you're 
if you're somebody who actually thinks that this is not intentional, that the Biden administration is not intentionally allowing for an invasion in this country, the Biden administration sued Arizona today because Arizona um, was creating using shipping co- uh, containers to build a border wall to stop the illegals in Arizona. And the Biden administration is suing them. The Biden administration is actively aiding and abetting a criminal invasion at our border. But the, to me, I don't understand if the Republicans actually had a backbone and actually cared about this country, they would already be saying uh, our articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for enabling the invasion and takeover of our nation by criminal elements at the southern border means he's, he needs to be impeached and prosecuted. Well, I can't disagree with you at all, A.K. Thank you. The, the people need to wake up. Republicans need to wake up. I'm so irritated about how these Republicans are just willing to take it in the shorts. Mm-hmm. You take Carrie Lake out in Arizona there. She's suing to try and turn around the election there, which was totally miscombobulated. Mm-hmm. At totally. And, and I'm telling you, I was there when it was taking place and everybody was upset. And I'll tell you something, every Arizonan that I talked to and have talked to, they care about the border. Yes. And you not a border problem. I'll tell you, he wouldn't know. Biden wouldn't know if there's a border problem because he couldn't see it because he'd never been there. Well, he he I I I don't I he hasn't been there. I think he knows there's a border problem. I don't the, the reality is for us is that Joe Biden is not actually running this country. I don't know who is. I don't believe it's Ron Klain either. People like to throw that name around because it's a name that's not familiar with people and they can sound smart. He's chief of staff. I believe that Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Barack Obama, the deep state and the FBI and the DOJ, they're controlling this country. Joe Biden's not making any decisions. He doesn't know where he is half the time. Um, it, it's, it, it truly is tragic what they're doing to us economically. It's amazing if but for Donald Trump and the foundation that he laid before Biden took over and his administration and the Democrats took over, we would already be toast. We but we what we need to be doing. We had some callers at the end of the last hour who both said we've got to be pushing for new leadership. We need to be on the phone with all of our Congress people at every level. And by the way, it doesn't have to be your local person. People tell you to get on the phone and call your congressman or congresswoman. Technically, you may vote for you'll make only get to vote for for this individual in your state and in your district but they vote on everything that affects us you're it, it, you may be in california and you're just as affected on what joe manchin does as anybody else in virginia right or west virginia so get on the phone in fact i think we need to get on the phone here in san diego with daryl isa i have not seen daryl isa anywhere have you skins nope I got an email from Daryl Issa's office the other day on a press statement that he did about music and radio. And you know what? I'm all for that in terms of what's what's happening and and what uh, musical artists and stuff are trying to do to radio. But I hardly think that that's the great issue of our time, Daryl Issa. Hello. We're at a border town. Where are you on the border? Where are you on the deep state? Where are you on the transing of our kids? Let's face it. The entire Washington, D.C. Metroplex is the deep state. Yeah. There's so many organisms 
I'm saying the organism. Yeah. Bacteria. Like, <laughs> are working against us. Yeah. Not organizations, organisms. Yeah. Those people appointed to power, not by being elected, but by being appointed by whoever appointed them, Democrat, Republican, etc. It's the deep state yeah. is eating away at this and giving all of us heartache. Well, what and- people need to do is understand that uh, it's going to be a while before uh, we've, we do have a, a, a many more MAGA people um, heading to D.C. We've got some opportunities here, but it's going to be a while if anything changes before it does. And you got to figure out what to do with your money. And um, that's why I started bringing El Hoff on for news you can use segments because there are some things you can do out there. You don't have to bury your head in the sand. I know, t- especially when times are tough, that's when you got to pull your head out. That's when you got to look and see what your situation is and make some smart decisions, whether or not it's to hold off on buying right now or to go ahead and buy, whether it's to sell your property, what to do with all your assets, combine your assets, what do you do? Um, you know, do you think about leaving San Diego? Where and if so, where do you go? What to do? Um, I, I, you know, there's FTX collapsed. I don't know that crypto is the way to go. Um, and if you're wondering what to do, you need to get on the phone with my man Dave Elhoff, right, Elhoff? Yes. Listen, people are doing the same things over and over and over again, and very likely it's not in their best interest yeah. because what they're doing, they're shoveling money into the government shoveling money into institutions, shoveling money, and to give back out when you want it is very difficult. And that's what they do. They made the rules, and you got to understand what those rules are, because I found that they were from 5 to 10% of money of everybody that is out there is being wasted. And if you cannot expose that waste, and turn it around and start to partition it for your future, you'll end up much better off. How, how can people get a hold of you? 619-548-0965 or go to financialthoughtdoctor.com. There's tons of videos on there explaining many, many of these concepts. You need to go to financialthoughtdoctor.com and... It's spelled out and go to the videos section and watch those videos. Financialthoughtdoctor.com. Thank you for being here, my dear. All right. Take it easy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. We come back. What did Gavin Newsom say? He made a little trip to the border. He took a run for the border. What did Newsom have to say? Is he all in for sealing the border? We're going to share that with you when we come back. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. So apparently... They finally fired this non-binary dude that was hired by the Biden administration in the energy department. I haven't talked much about this story, but this dude, I mean, crazy, bizarre, weird, obviously mentally ill pervert involved in kink. 
um, was arrested after first being seen on camera stealing a piece of luggage in Minnesota. They still didn't fire him, right? That wasn't enough that he made off with a $2,000, a piece of luggage worth $2,000. No, they finally decided to uh, fire him after he was arrested in Las Vegas. Uh, Who knew that there was uh, there was like luggage kleptos out there? This dude was not he was a a kinky luggage klepto is what he was. (laughs) So he was in court today, and the judge told him to, quote, stay out of trouble. Um, This dude is uh, literally trouble because something's completely wrong with him. Completely wrong with him. Um, uh, I'm surprised he was fired. Because I, I think I've I think I've told you guys before, Mama worked at pretty much. Mama worked at labor, justice. I don't think she worked at State Department. She worked at Defense, Interior. Mama's worked at most of the major departments in the U.S. government as 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 a boss, and never was able to fire anybody, even when she caught somebody stealing. I mean, you just can't fire people in the U.S. government. It's a huge part of the problem, right? So at least um, this fool's been fired. So um, there's that. Um, sad story today about uh, a celebrity known as Twitch. Uh, Twitch's name was Stephen Boss. I first saw Twitch. I used to love the TV show So You Think You Can Dance. And there was so many amazing... Um, that show really wasn't... When, when that show first started, and even throughout the run in which... And, and when I was watching it, it never really was woke, right? It didn't It didn't get woke, I think, until the end when they didn't bring back one of the judges, and then I wasn't watching the show anymore. It was just a great show showing incredible talent of dancers and choreography with beautiful music and set design. It was just a... a, a honest to goodness real competition show there were people that went on from that show um to have to have very successful careers in hollywood one of which was stephen boss aka twitch in fact he to me was the breakout star of so you think you can dance he went on to be in movies and actually became a sidekick to ellen degeneres for eight years on her tv show up until it's it's show ended which was may of 2022 and i don't watch a lot of celebrities on instagram i don't follow many of them i did follow twitch and the reason is because i love dance i love i loved that show because when you're watching them dance to to music it's just it's it it wasn't about politics right it was just about enormous talent set to beautiful music and it was just visually beautiful and it was just a joy and then he married this beautiful dancer that he met on So You Think You Can Dance named Allison Hoker. Uh, she had a beautiful daughter. And then they had two just uh, just little dolls, little cuties. And they would do these dance routines that would post on Instagram. And I just loved it so much. And the last video that they did was just this Sunday. And it was him and his wife. And if you watched him and you knew and you followed his career, there was nothing that gave you any indication that he just that he had I mean we all have you know we all have normal you know ups and downs in life but there was nothing to lead you to believe that this man who was 40 would would go to a a, a motel a roadway inn in Encino and take his own life with a gun like he did yesterday and I think it's because of of he's been in Hollywood and a well-known fixture. If you look at people like J-Lo and The Rock and other people today that worked with him, 
um, that he actually was, and, and everybody that came on the Ellen DeGeneres show for the last eight years, this was an incredibly well-known person, and there was no indication on anybody that anybody saw, at least that we know of, that indicated that he suffered in any way with a level of depression that would lead him to take his life. And it just struck me and hurt my heart today to see this. And I obviously didn't know him. I'm very rarely struck by the loss of somebody that I don't know personally, because, you know, I can I can feel sad about it, but not like hurt my heart. This just really hurt my heart today. And it was a good lesson for me, Skins, that a reminder that you can't just go by some what somebody's putting out there publicly, right? I mean, somebody can look like they have it all. He was in a brand new $4 million home, beautiful wife, adorable kids, successful career, good looking dude, just seemingly to have it all. And yet he was in such a state that he took his own life. And yeah, for me, just- it was the same with Robin Williams. Yeah, hit you. That hit you. That it's probably I would say safe to say the only celebrity death that I that I have heard when I heard it, just like I kind of got taken aback. Yeah, and it's just and and I think it's because it's it's such a head scratcher. I mean, you know that comedians have are known to have a dark side, but I don't think anybody really thought that Robin Williams was. I didn't, I didn't either. And it's the case here. And this man is so young, and he's got these young children, and it's just right before Christmas, and every indication was... Usually, if something like this happens, you can look back and go, oh, you know, let me look at a post. I can see a post from a year ago. Yeah, there was some cracks there, or there might be whispers, and there was nothing. And we suicides are really on the rise in this country really on the rise and and among people that you would think would have every reason to just be happy and be able to ride out life's normal ups and downs and I guess I just wanted to say on tonight's show that um that I just would would hope that if any family or friends of mine that were suffering so much that they didn't think they wanted to live anymore that they would tell me that they would reach out to me reach out to somebody you know, and and please reach out to somebody because there's really nothing that I mean, he's just left behind people that just truly loved him and adored him. And I just have to think that if he had just maybe reached out to somebody and held on, you know, that he might have been able to make it through. And because people are devastated, you know, I should invite somebody on the show and somebody I had Andrea on my show some, uh, a while ago, and he actually met somebody that was on his way to commit suicide and had he not bumped into him almost by mistake and had a short conversation with him uh he would have committed suicide instead he had a conversation the guy bright the guy bright brightened his day the guy literally goes around spreading happiness and having conversations with people and so if somebody comes to you and just wants to have a conversation let them listen, talk listen we should we need to all be listen there listen a little more we need to listen more we need to make sure that people know that they're loved that there's nothing they've done that that um well i don't know about that i mean you go and hurt a child and maybe i ain't gonna love you no more but you know what i mean i mean the average person you know he might have he might have been done something financially didn't want you know uh, who knows what led to his desperation and for, for in general with normal people that commit suicide, they haven't done anything that's really made them unlovable. They just feel unlovable or they feel desperate and they feel like there's no hope. 
And I guess I just wanted to reach out to you guys out there and listeners and let you know that you are loved. Even if you don't know you're loved, you, this was also a reminder to me today of the strangers that are an outpouring of love for him. Um, I think people don't often realize how loved they are. You're loved. We love you. Reach out to us. Send an email to me. If you need, if you need to talk to me, email me at andreacasio.com. Call us here at the show, 888-344-1170. We have a 24-hour line, 844-814-5227. If you're, we're not a suicide hotline. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. What I am is somebody that cares. Skins cares. You, if you want to just, if you want to reach out to us and just have somebody say hi to you and tell you that they love you, we're here for you. And I just, this just made me sad today and particularly at this time of year. And so I think I'm going to take a break now and recoup my thoughts and uh, we'll see you on the other side of the break. This is the Andrea K Show on AIM 1170, The Answer, FM 96.1, North County and streaming all over the world. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Keisha. Glad to have you guys here with me. Don't mind me. I just forgot that that we were coming back from a break. I just got involved in, in enjoying myself and my my news reviews here during the break. I was looking for something positive to share with you no, guys. No, wait, wait, wait. You have to finish what you were saying off air because it's very important. Tom Cruise was nominated and? Well, he was nominated for, and I, I, I know that you love... Uh, Top Gun Maverick so much. So and he, much. And he was, I, and I don't follow the movie awards anymore. I used to watch the Golden Globes every year. I don't watch year. them, but I do follow them. I used to watch the, the Directors Guild of America Awards, the SAG Awards, the, you know, Oscars, all of them. And I wasn't even aware that the Golden Globes not issued their nominations recently, and they left Tom Cruise off. Which well, that's did, not cool. No, because did he not single-handedly, like, revive and bring people back to the movie theaters? 100%. 100%. 100%. That's the only reason why I went back and watched. That's the, in fact, that's the only movie that I've gone back to the theaters to watch was Top Gun Maverick. Well, I it's guess. It's actually back in theaters this month, too. Yeah. So I do. And then I heard today that he was nominated for an acting award, but it's not coming up um, in, in any of the news. Oh, it's a Critics' Choice Award. Like, who cares about the Critics' Choice Award? This guy revives the movie industry. You kept track of the numbers. How much money did this movie make? Almost, not quite, although now that it's back in theaters, it might actually uh, be passing that. But uh, since it left theaters last, it was almost $1.5 billion worldwide. I mean, this was clearly the biggest movie. It was the biggest movie of the year. Of the year. But also, I mean, when was the last time a movie was any bigger than that? It's been a long time. It's been a long, long time. I'd probably say the last time uh, the original Avatar movie was out. Yeah, and I don't even remember what that was. And, and, and You're not missing saw, anything. Yeah, never saw it. Um, so evidently he's been, um, if he has been nominated for Best Actor for Critics' Choice Awards. So good for him. And, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't stand over Tom Cruise. But, I mean, come on, Hollywood. Hat tip to the Critics' Choice uh, for picking him. There's just no excuse that Golden Globes, I mean, who would they have picked behind, b- besides him? I mean, what other major mo- movies came out where we're talking about acting chops? And he, I thought he did a great job, by the way, and acting. Not just acting. He did a heck of a job, but putting this, putting this film together. Yeah. Um, he's up against Austin Butler for Elvis, which... 
um, I couldn't get through. Um, Brandon Fraser for The Whale. That's supposedly a great movie. I've heard great things about that. Colin Farrell. Who knew Colin Farrell was even still around? From a movie called The Banshees of Inisherin. I mean, that's the kind of thing that the Golden Globes like. They love they love these woke films, you know, that are starring people that nobody's ever heard of before that push, you know, probably something that Klaus Schwab would like from the World Economic But everybody Forum. knows Tom Cruise. Everybody knows Tom Cruise. And this is just, of, of course, this is not going to be a movie that Hollywood's going to love because it's pro-America. It's pro-America. It's pro-masculine. It's pro-masculine. It showed a diverse cast without... Mentioning that they were diverse, you know, I wasn't. It wasn't the lead role, but if the the woman in that movie loved her. Yeah, she was amazing. Jennifer Gardner, and I'm thinking about the one that was actually flying the planes. Yeah, I don't know the name of that actress. Um, the left would probably hate the fact that the two main leads were white cis, as they call them, men, which was uh, Tom Cruise and, of course, um, what was his name, the actor? Oh, Miles Teller. He's good. My, oh, yeah. Great actor. I mean, the movie wouldn't have been the same with him. The casting was brilliant. The script was great. Um, it was just, just total. All it, real effects. It, all real effects. It was Hollywood and what Hollywood used to be. It was really a return. It was really a return to what Hollywood it was, was a return to the golden be. era. Return to the golden era. And that's why the left had to hate on it. Right. That's why the left had to that's hate on it. why I saw it, it 10 so, times. Yeah. Um, did you see Elvis? Because I tried you to know, watch it. I wanted it. to at first, and then I started hearing some really bad negativity about it, so I avoided it. Well, the thing about Elvis that was a problem for me was the fact that it just looked like it was a vanity pick for, for um, oh gosh, um, bosom buddy guy. What's his name? What's the Tom act? Hanks. Tom Hanks. You know, I, you know the, I, I watched the movie to see Elvis, right? Not to see a movie that was about... Some some manager of his, which was a vanity pick for Tom Hanks in a fat suit. I just wasn't interested. So, so it was more about that that agent character than Elvis. Yeah, and I'm just not really interested in that. I'm just not interested in that. All right, time to take another break. I never shared with you guys what Gavin Newsom had to say when he came to visit the border. We're going to share that with you when we come back. And what did a Democrat have to say? about Twitter. Nobody's nobody's even continuing to talk much about the Twitter files and the suppression and the controls of our, our elections at the hands of the FBI and the DOJ in collusion with big tech. So what did and what shocking thing did the new Democrat vice chair have to say about that? All coming up. Don't go away. Andrea K telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. You know the border's bad when MSNBC is reporting this. Clip five. And officials on the other side of the border, who we've also been speaking with, Jose, they, in El Paso, they say they just do not have the resources to deal with this many migrants. And they say it's unsustainable and they expected the situation here to get even worse with a bigger migrant influx potentially next week as Title 42 uh, is lifted. And Jose, as you can see, I'm still walking here. This line is still not over. Um, But, you know, we have seen them. What happens here at the front of the line is that every few minutes, actually every half hour, an hour or so, it depends when they let those 10 to 15 migrants in, buses are brought here to then take them uh, to a processing center. And again, Jose, those processing center, U.S. officials say, are already strapped for resources. And one of the shelters here, um, you know, they just don't have the space for them. Some of these migrants are having to sleep outside in the freezing cold overnight. 
Jose? Um, okay, so he's got to end with making it seem like these poor migrants, they got to sleep outside in the freezing cold. Well, where are we going to sleep? Americans cannot even afford to pay rent in this country, and yet we're allowing for the invasion of people to come in and take us over from within? While we're spending $100 billion, I, I don't know how many, we're close to, I don't know how many hundreds of billions at this point that we've spent giving to Ukraine to defend their border. How is this any less of, of an invasion? It's not any less of, right? And now Title 42 is about to be uh, about to be removed and that title 42 had to do with protecting us against covid and, and people coming in for covid look you know what should protect us our law we're supposed to be a nation of laws that not, that you're not supposed to be able to just come here and walk across the border and be let in and be supported financially by the taxpayers this is outrageous it's such a problem that uh, Governor McHairgel, I think as Elaine Mason said on uh, the Facebook live stream, has said that uh, California is about to, quote, break amid flood of illegal migrants when Title 42 expires. He warned Monday that President Biden's plan to reverse former President Donald Trump's border policies could break his state. First of all, our state and our country is already broken. We're broken here with a homeless problem all uh, across this state where we basically are we're we're basically one big state uh, uh, that's uh, one big hobo jungle is really what we are. We've got businesses in in across the country, particularly here in California, that can't pay their rent. There's nothing sustainable economically about what's going on in this country, especially when it involves the influx of illegals invading our country. And how many of them are here as drug traffickers, MS-13 gang members, sex traffickers, rapists, murderers? And don't tell and don't come adding me uh, as though that's a cruel thing to say. It's the reality. We don't know what percentage of them are MS-13 gang members, drug traffickers, etc. You don't know. And you don't know that. So don't be coming and telling me, oh, these are all good people just coming here looking for work. Well, you know what? We got too many of them here. They came into this country illegally. And the and at best case, I'm just gonna should I use the L word? At best case, they're they're leeches or parasites. Economic parasites is exactly what they are. How many of them are adult males that could be staying in their own country to fix their own country? But here comes Gavin Newsom. He's decided to say is the fact is he says what we've got right now is not working and is about to break in a post 42 world unless we take some responsibility and ownership. Oh, he says, I'm saying that as a father skins, I'm saying that as someone that feels responsible for being part of the solution, and I'm trying to do my best here. He claimed that the U.S. government is trying to send, quote, more and more migrants to California because the state is taking care of folks. Do you think the state of California is taking care of folks, skins? Uh, not even close. You just got to look around at the homeless problem I already mentioned here and say, ain't nobody being taken care of here. His idea of taking care of folks is to take from taxpayers like us and give it over to people who who committed breaking and entering and coming here. He's bragged in the past about providing, quote, free health care to illegals. There's no such thing as free. It's paid for by taxpayers. He's taking from our treasury and giving it to criminals that broke into this country. That's his idea of taking care of people. Now he's trying to put an end to it. Trying to act like he's like he's one of the good guys here, like he's being victimized by the U.S. government on a policy that he has encouraged. He bragged about making California a sanctuary state. He bragged about all the policies 
that he had in place to raid the funds from taxpayers to give to these illegals. And now he's got a problem with them coming here. How's that working out for you, Gavin? Yeah. He signed a bill allowing illegal immigrants to to obtain state ID, saying, quote, we're a state of refuge, a majority minority state where 27 percent of us are immigrants. Coming to this country legally, quite frankly, there should be a moratorium on anybody coming here. I don't care whether it's a a visa, a work visa. I don't care if it's uh, um, a tourist visa, no visas. Can't have anybody, can't, no refugees, seal the border. I don't know what happened in Texas where uh, Governor Abbott had said that he was going to exercise his right into the Constitution to just immediately send people back. Now, evidently, there's buses going to pick them up and take them to processing centers. What happened to that, Governor Abbott? We need to be on the phone. We need to be on the phone with every lawmaker. Shame on Gavin Newsom for trying to act like he's, quote, part of the solution. He fed this crisis. So did all the Democrats. We've had we've had this open border issue for decades and decades. Unfortunately, Ronald Reagan trusted the Democrats when he granted amnesty. What we were supposed to get in return was a secure border. You cannot do proving that you cannot negotiate with terrorists because anybody that would would keep our border open regardless of whether or not they've got an R after, uh, after the back of their name or a Democrat that would continue to, to support this is a traitor. This is treachery. This is treachery what's going on with our nation. Oh, and at the same time, Biden has pledged U.S. taxpayers are going to pay billions of dollars to South Africa for the purpose of them closing down coal-powered plants. I think we've got time. Yeah, let's play this clip, uh, Skins, clip three. Partnership for Global Infrastructure and Investment. I propose this initiative together with the rest of the G7 to help fill the need for quality, high-standard infrastructure in Africa and the low-income and middle-income countries around the world. At the G7 meeting earlier this year, we announced our intention to collectively mobilize $600 billion in the next five years. Today's announcement, joint join a portfolio of Partnership for Global Infrastructure and Investment Projects already underway in Africa, including mobilizing $8 billion in public and private finance to help South Africa replace coal-fired power plants with renewable energy sources and develop cutting-edge energy solutions like clean hydrogen, a deal worth $2 billion to build solar energy projects in Angola, $600 million in high-speed communications cable that will connect Southeast Asia to Europe via Egypt and the Horn of Africa and help bring high-speed Internet connectivity to countries all along the way. The bottom line is simple. The bottom line is simple. This is the United States raiding the taxpayers to push us more and more deeper into the new world order, globalist, great reset, to the great expense and detriment economically, socially, culturally, and beyond. We'll keep the conversation rolling. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K. We'll see you right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.